putting a pretty bow on this edition of shows, uh, the hottest form uh, of Alabama football content. Welcome inside the epicenter of conversation, the dinner table of discussion. Uh, I be yours truly, Stephen Smith, your leader, your conductor into all things Alabama football, Touchdown Alabama Magazine. I'm live in studios, and this right here is in my own words. People, we have had a great week of shows. Let me just tell you, got a chance to discuss the Alabama pass rush for the upcoming season. Will it be consistent in the fall? We also touched on some names that could be providing that leadership in terms of where that pass rush is concerned. From there, we dove into my interview with former Crimson Tide running back Bobby Humphrey. Really enjoyed that. And him singling out Najee Harris and Patrick Sertan II as the two guys he is expecting to see have a breakout season. But now we tidy up some loose ends here. And uh, I'm putting out part one of my five-part series of things I picked up from Southeastern Conference Media Days. Picked up a lot of things from SEC Media Days on last week, but we get into part one of my five-part series. And number one starts off with Clemson is not the king of college football just yet. Though a lot of people in national media and even some of the local guys that cover the University of Alabama want to hail Clemson as the king, want to hail Davos Sweeney as the big-time elite coach. They want to say that Clemson has surpassed Alabama. I'm here to tell you right now, Clemson is not the king of college football yet. They're good. They're an elite program, but not the king just yet. Get ready for some angry, violent, good football this year. I know we've all seen the little montage that's going on via SEC Network to where you got the Louis Armstrong thing going around, and it's the whole song, the skies are gray, the clouds are white, you know, and I can say to myself, what a wonderful world. I'm sticking to my day job here. I'm not the biggest singer, but... You get what I'm trying to say. You've seen the montage of Louis Armstrong, and at the end, it's, you know, SEC returning to football on August 29th or so. You've seen that montage. But get ready for angry, violent football this year. And here's why. Nick Saban has always been a realist. Yes, he enjoys complimenting his players, Yes, he wants to see, you know, good things read, good things written, and good things thought about in terms of his players. But Saban also knows too much hype, too much self-gratification is a bad thing because it takes you away from honoring your opponent, respecting your opponent, but most importantly, dominating your opponent. And he likes for adversity to be thrown in the mix just because it's adversity that brings a team together, a program together, an institution together. This is the reason why we heard Nick Saban talk last year to the media about, you know, why not there be a time where you guys can write something, you know, negative about our team so I can show it to our guys, our players, and say, look, here's a site 
that doesn't think you all that good. What you gonna do about it? Here's a side that thinks you're not all that elite. What you gonna do about it? Here's a side that's pointing out something that you, you are not doing well in. How are you going to combat that? Saban wants that balance of not just praise, but also adversity. And uh, I don't think the media has understood that it's giving Saban exactly what he wants. It's giving Nick exactly what he wants. And um, SEC, Southeastern Conference, and Atlantic Coast Conference media days both took place on last week. There was a lot of bulletin board material provided. And among that bulletin board material that was provided, you've got a lot of national guys, like your ESPNs out there, but you also have your local guys and the biggest Alabama media group conglomerate that came out with these types of stories. They came out with, on ESPN's uh, end, it was Nick Saban in Alabama needs to stop making excuses. They need to... uh, acknowledge Clemson. They need to recognize the Tigers and Davo Sweeney, basically saying they need to kiss the rings of Clemson. That's what ESPN was saying. And then you have the big Alabama media group conglomerate. They come out with Alabama just needs a cold slap to the face. Clemson's better. They have been better. They're going to be better. You know, they're the chic program. Look at them. Look at them. They're the captain now. Clemson, the captain. Clemson, the king of college football. Dabo Sweeney, the coach. He's made it to the ascend. He has surpassed Nick Saban. And then just going back to national media, they've even made this ordeal to where Trevor Lawrence is a much better prospect quarterback Ventura Tagovailoa and he will be significantly better as a prospect in the 2020 season so they're making all of these uh praises all of these glorious statements about Clemson but it's on top of the bow of Clemson is the king of college football they're the king now king of college football now to me just going back to the Alabama fans need to stop making excuses. I have spoken to hundreds of thousands of Alabama fans. I haven't spoken to everybody. Haven't made a round to hit everybody up on email and texting and phone calls. But I've spoken to hundreds of thousands of Alabama fans. And from their perspective, they haven't made any excuses. It's been... Clemson was the better team. Give them credit. Dabo Sweeney, Brent Venables, they had the players prepared. The game plan was executed. We were not prepared. We were not focused. Alabama was not locked in. We got our butts kicked, but we're going to bounce back. Let's move on. Alabama fans have not made excuses. However, you do have those fans that made factual information not excuses but they have stated factual information in terms of the variables that go in to winning and losing football games i have spoken to some fans that have the statement of well if alabama's coaching staff would have been all in unison 
all locked in, all focused, all on one key, giving the players their undivided attention, giving the coach, giving the uh, the game plan for Clemson its undivided attention, the outcome would have been different. That's not making an excuse. That's just stating the obvious facts because unlike in recent years where you had maybe one coach doing a juggling act between different programs, whether it was Kirby Smart or Jeremy Pruitt, you had that one coach doing it, but everybody else was focused on the task at hand, right? This past season, leading up to the title game, uh, just about every single day, something was going across the ESPN ticker about an Alabama coach being interviewed for another job, whether it was Michael Loxley from Maryland or Josh Gaddis between Maryland and Michigan. Of course, he chose Michigan. Dan Enos from Miami, Brent Key for Georgia Tech. Uh, there were a bunch of staffers on uh, in the program that were rumored being up for different jobs. Just every point that you turned, there was something on the ticker. There was something on TV about an Alabama coach being interviewed for a job. I mean, uh, none of this was going on at the Clemson program, and if it was, it was not being highly talked about. Now, once again, I get what most people say, but Steven, it all comes down to how the game was played on the field. Bama wasn't ready. Bama looked like they weren't prepared. Clemson had it all figured out. True. It's all about the game on the field, and you're right about that. But there are variables that do go in to winning and losing football games. And the coaching staff of Alabama, and every single last one of those guys, five main assistant coaches, were juggling interviews and juggling different jobs that was on the table there. But just getting to the whole thing about Clemson being king of the college football playoff, or the, of college football, folks, um... Since 2014, there have been five college football playoff national title games. The playoff came in in the 2014 year. So since 2014, there has been five college football playoff national title games. Alabama's won two. Clemson's won two. Ohio State took the first one in 2014. So with that being said, Alabama's won two. Clemson's won two. Clemson is not the king. They are the co-king of the college football playoff era. They're the co-king. They're sharing this with Alabama. Yes, they've won two of the last three, but they're sharing this with Alabama. Let me tell you about king stuff. Since we're talking king stuff, let me break down this king stuff here to you. King stuff is when you are dominating a controlling an era of college football and by controlling an era of college football i mean you are starving other great programs you are eating championships away you are keeping other great teams from understanding from feeling what a championship what a trophy what a title ring feels like case in point for example go back to the Chicago Bulls of the 1990s with Michael Jordan. As great as LeBron James is, right? LeBron James has done some things that Michael Jordan has not done. LeBron James has made the game global. He's made the game mobile. He's gotten all of these stats. 
And, uh, you know, most importantly, he's given these players power. Players can pick and choose their own narrative. Players can pick and choose where they want to go. Players can pick and choose their own contract or deals. So LeBron James has done things that Michael Jordan hasn't, and that's big. But when it comes down to winning, winning on the big stage, most importantly, keeping legendary Hall of Fame players from eating championships, Michael Jordan did that better than anybody else in the NBA. Michael Jordan kept Patrick Ewing, Hall of Famer, Reggie Miller, Hall of Famer, Charles Barkley, Hall of Famer, uh, John Stockton, Hall of Famer, Carl Malone, Hall of Famer. He kept all of those guys from winning eating championships when it got down to the nba finals it was mike jordan and them bulls that's all who ate that's what you call controlling dominating an era to where nobody eats nobody wins but you until clemson does that they're not the king of college football until clemson goes back to back if clemson goes back to back They've got the quarterback in Trevor Lawrence. They got the coaches. They got the wide receivers. If Clemson shows that they can go back to back and defend and repeat as champions, then we can have a conversation. I mean, it's gonna take a lot more to win than winning two national championships to convince me that you are the king of college football. You gotta go back to back first, and then you gotta control an era. When you look at the BCS era for just a moment here. The BCS era, which went from 1998 to 2013, that's 15 years. When you look at that era, the SEC dominated that era in terms of teams getting to the national championship game. The SEC had 11 programs get in. The Big 12 had seven. The ACC had four. The Big East had three. The Big Ten had three, the Pac-12 had three, and the Independents had one. So the SEC ran the, uh, the BCS era. Now, in terms of the sub-context inside what I'm saying here, when you look at the SEC, Bama dominated the BCS era in terms of the SEC. Alabama got to the BCS title game three times. It won all three times, including going back to back in 2011 and 2012. Won 2009, 2011, and 2012, but got back to back 2011 and 2012. And in doing that, Alabama broke teams. Alabama destroyed teams. If you look at the Texas Longhorns right now, Texas, it's been nine years. Texas is finally, with Tom Herman, starting to get back to where it once was prior to losing to the Crimson Tide in the 2010 title game venue off the 09 season. It's finally starting to get back to where it was years prior to that when it had Vince Young at quarterback. Alabama broke Texas in that national title game. Alabama broke LSU in the 2012 national title game off the 11 season. I mean, prior to that game, this was a respectable rivalry. After that game, 
LSU is 0 for its last eight against the Crimson Tide. The rivalry's lopsided and fans are vexed, wondering when can we finally ever get back there. Alabama broke Notre Dame after the 2013 BCS title game after the 20, uh, off the 2012 season. And not just that, Nick Saban ran many quality coaches away from the SEC. I mean, he ran Urban Meyer out. He ran S. Miles out. He ran Kevin Sumlin out. He ran Mark Richt out. Even though Butch Jones is now on Alabama staff, he ran Butch Jones out of being the head coach of Tennessee. Nick Saban ran great coaches out of the league. Who has Dabo Sweeney ran out of the ACC? Not they got fired because they weren't doing what they were supposed to do, but who got ran out of the ACC simply because Dabo ran them out? That's the question. You got to be able to control an era. And until Clemson controls an era, in college football until nobody eats championships but Clemson, until Clemson goes back-to-back in terms of championships, I am not coining them the king of college football. You you got to do a little bit more than win two of the last three. I mean, for Nick Saban, when he first came to Alabama in 2007, right, he was told it would take him – Six years to win one. And uh, he's he won three in his first six years. And uh, it took a minute for folks to start crowning Alabama the king. They didn't just start crowning Alabama the king. Saban had to rip off championships. Here comes Dabo. He wins two. And everybody's like, oh, hell, Dabo. You know, he's the king now. You got to do a whole lot better than that to really get my attention as being the king of college football. He's got to go back to back. And if he doesn't go back to back, we could just can all this noise right now. He's got to go back to back. But then number two, he has got to control this college football era to where nobody eats but Clemson. If he doesn't do that, he is not the king of of college football, and I will pass off with that. That's going to do it here for this edition of In My Own Words. Folks, as always, you check out the Touchdown Alabama Magazine app. You download that on your phone right now. You check it out via the Google, via the iPhone App Store if you're rocking Team Apple. Google Play Store if you got the Android phone as we're keeping you in the loop on all your Crimson Tide news, notes, and information. As always, you subscribe to tdalabamamag.com as we're keeping you in the loop and also subscribe to Touchdown Alabama Magazine on YouTube getting with the site that has over 1 million video views. When we come back to start next week, next week's edition of shows, ladies and gentlemen, we will go into part two of my five-part series of things I picked up from Southeastern Conference Media Days. For all of us here at the Touchdown Alabama Magazine brand, I'm your man, Stephen M. Smith. Till next time, folks, say my own words.